Folks, welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show, the enormous juggernaut of fun that's all about having a good time in the greatest place on earth, Cape Cod, USA. My name is Eric Williams, and Mung is here. Whoop. And Greg is here. Hello. Hey, fellas, it's great to be back together. I was off last week out in the world somewhere. I was in Saratoga drinking weird mineral water and betting on horses, and I was glad to get back on Cape Cod, by the way, avoiding the Bourne Bridge at all costs. Oh, yeah. In any travel environment right now, it's down to one lane for construction till what? Memorial Day? That's right. Watch yep. out, people. My yep. advice to you is plot your course away from the Bourne Bridge. If you get the chance, spend some more time on the Sagamore Bridge. Let's check that out on Port Cape and Island's weather forecast for this big spring weekend. And guys, don't you feel it? Aren't you feeling alive? Like your stamens and your pistols are starting to unfurl and you want to live and drink in the warmth. Mung, you look like you're doing that right now. I'm blooming, baby. <laughs> that <laughs> spring smell. There's like a, there's a smell in the air. The smell of growth. It's and called rebirth. manure, Greg. It's no, 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 no. How floppy? No. Pops. It's things reaching forth and blooming and budding. And uh, Are you sure that's not your privy? Because <laughs> I don't know, the flowers are blooming pretty good out there, Greg It's a good spot With that half moon carved into the door there, fella Good spot <laughs> Don't go around there unless you mean business Smell of spring, eh? So your forecast this spring. weekend, this is great The last weekend of April? Is that where we are? I think I'm it, shocked I know, It's amazing I am too. I am it's, too. Uh, So totally. we have the last weekend of April here coming up on Saturday, April 27th a chance of showers before noon, mostly sunny with a high near 57. That sounds nice. Sunday, maybe some showers a little bit, but partly sunny with a high near 57. Looks like a pretty good spring weekend on Cape Cod. Your tides coming up for the weekend. Looks like we have some early morning and early evening high tides. That means midday low tides. That's a nice setup right there. You can go onto the flats during the middle of the day and explore and maybe even take your shoes and socks off. Whoa, Ooh, right. no kidding. And let me, my fellow friends here, go one step further. I have been swimming already here on Cape Cod. Oh, come what? on. Look at that. I know. I know. It's crazy. I, I, call, I call bogus. This what? can't be true. Right? I, I'll show you the photo later, man. I, I tell you. Don't believe you. It was uh, it's too cold. a week ago from Sunday. So that was April 14th. We went over to Long Pond in Wellfleet, one of the great cattle ponds. Easy access to right there, easy to get to from our house. And we said, it's hot out. It was one of those days when you just felt like, man, I can feel the sun again. And we said, we got to do this. And this is the earliest ever. So we go over there. I did a little sail in my little boat with the umbrella sail. That was great. I came back to land. The weird thing, there was a lady with a dog, and she had like a winter parka on. <laughs> and we're all there in our bathing suits. But finally, we all got the courage, and you make the plunge, and I'll tell you what, it almost sucks all the life out of you, like sticking a match, a lit match into the water. You feel like you're whatever keeps you alive and human going like, wait a minute. <laughs> and uh, it was a very brief encounter with the water, but I went under the water and got my feet off the ground. That's the official way of measuring a swim. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so it's done. Mm -hmm. So the rest of you guys... That's, so that's it true. was cold, huh? Oh, it was wicked cold. Yeah, what was the water temperature estimate? 
Uh, I would say 50, maybe. Ooh, that's rough. Maybe something uh, like that. I don't, it was really cold. Like, colder than ocean water, cold when you go swimming in Yeah, the just summer. to give you perspective, I think, you know, the, the seashore beaches out there in the heart of summer average around, you know, 60 degrees, 60... I'd say a little higher than that in higher? recent summers. Yeah, it crawls up towards 65, 66, oh, that's good. 67. That's good. Huh. Huh. Of course, there's sharks there, so we won't talk about that until we get closer to summer. Ooh. But it is nice as we uh, sort of celebrate having our showers, our outdoor showers up and running. Oh, also, yeah. the first swim is kind of part of that package. Mm-hmm. It is, it is. Yeah, My no. outdoor shower is up and going, and uh, that's all I do now. Isn't it glorious? It's Isn't fantastic. It glorious. Although it's been so rainy lately, I left my favorite bar of soap out there. And it's mush, right? It's like, it it's like death, a, yeah. uh, Margaret Hamilton in The Wizard of Oz, you know? I'm uh, melting. I'm melting. <laughs> what a world. What a world. What a world. What that's, a world. You just get, like, that's oh. my soap. You do get a thousand points for uh, early swimmer points, so that's good. Yeah. And getting that outdoor shower rolling. Mung is, a, is, is holding off for maybe another month before um, turning his outdoor shower on for one huge reason is my new shower head has not come in yet and it's direct from Barnum and Bailey Circus it is the same kind of like pressure that they use to hose down elephants oh, so it, it's, it's called like the Dumbo 3000 yeah the right? Dumbo 3000 so I'm gonna have to like hold on because when you turn that baby on it's gonna push me around oh yeah that's right so that'll be shipping in soon it's slam like a, you against the wall it's like a category 3 hurricane yeah. not all the way to 5 no 5's a little extreme Turn it up to 11. It's uh, it's crazy. Well, that'll be nice when you get that. Uh, but it is just glorious to be out there. It's just so wonderful. And I don't care if it's cold. Uh, I will go out there until the first freeze. You're extremely uh, adventurous with your shower. I, I, I have never gone as far into the fall as you do you every Can't stop year. me. I get going. I just love you it are, out there. We have more are, water pressure out there. You're a maniac. Because it's probably some jury-rigged, why, semi-legal why, thing. Why is that? It's, it's, like, it's, it, it's like coming at me, and it, I feel like I'm getting completely clean as opposed to the wimpy... For the, the first wimpy, time ever. For the, to the wimpy shower inside. I mean, it's not bad. I think that's some kind of like plumber's cartel where they're bound by law to give you the drippy little wispy you know and like it's low flow low flow I mean it, pretty much outdoor showers are almost all illegal so high flow low flow it yeah. all goes man let it fly I think also I think the the outside pipe is sort of closer to the source than your you know upstairs it has to go through the walls it's through the ceilings by the time it gets up there it's lost some pressure whereas the one outside it's just a direct line from you know it's like a geyser and it goes <laughs> whoosh and, well, then it, and then it slams you against the wall. Speaking of adventure and excitement and walls, uh, you guys love lighthouses. I know that about both of you guys. And you're always saying to me, can we go to a lighthouse? Can we go to a lighthouse? Please, please, please. Take please, me to a lighthouse. Please, please. I've always wanted to be a beacon. In a way, you are uh, for strange causes and strange hungers, <laughs> strange desires, Mung. But still, that's good. You're a beacon. Uh, it's wonderful. And... One of the great places to go to get inside a lighthouse on Cape Cod is Highland Light, and they are back open for the season. Yay. And that's up in Truro, North Truro, if you want to get particular, perched over there on the ocean side. It was the lighthouse that was moved back from the brink about 20 years ago mm-hmm. because it was in danger of falling over like an old flashlight onto the beach below. But it is now safely ensconced in its relatively new perch. And it is one of the most delightful ones. And they have regular tours. They just started up. April 13th through May 10th, their schedule is 
Lighthouse Climbs from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. The Keeper's Shop is open 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. It's closed on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, but open all other days. $6 for adults, $5 for students and seniors. As I recall, someone goes along with you and gives you fun facts about lighthouses. Love huh. it. Huh. You know, we may take that for granted as quaint little objects, yeah. like a nightlight or something like that. <laughs> but in our previous incarnation, fellas, when we were on those sailing ships back in one of our past lives, we would love the lighthouse. We'd be coming around the corner. The shoals would be threatening us. We'd be on a sloop. We'd be sort of maybe uh, using our flensing knives to portion up a whale. Because that's the way it was. We wouldn't do it now. And we'd say, oh, where are we? Well, we got to get to P-Town. we got to pull in and port and, and drink some grog. I'm lost in the fog. We can't find anything. Help and me. Then maybe you hear, like, far off in the fog, you, maybe you hear that foghorn. <laughs> and no, those aren't running animals. That's a foghorn. <laughs> And then you'd see the lighthouse flickering and swirling on the top of the bluff. And you know you made it home for another journey. And I'm, that's what lighthouses mean. I'm safe again. Phew. I can oh, oh. go see the family for a week and then I'm going back to the South Sea. To kill whales. Well, it's a living, I guess. Yeah. And talk whale. about Cape Cod vistas. What is a better way to look at the ocean and the Cape Cod landscape than from atop a, a lighthouse? Oh, you feel like a keeper. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's a oh, nice yeah. thing. Although there is a one restriction that's going to cause problems from Hmong. Well, let me see here. It says you have to be 48 inches tall to... Uh, I've been stuck at 47 inches for like 35 years. But the good news is... Oh, <laughs> that's my... 3 feet 11? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I didn't realize but I rec- so I rec- short. I recently... You look taller than that. <laughs> you do. Well, it's because I recently ordered um, some uh, yeah, electric double suede, uh, <laughs> double platforms from Milan, <laughs> and that's giving me an extra two-inch boost. So they're not going to have any idea that I'm only right. 47 right. inches there. So I'm going to be able to go up to the lighthouse. Although it does say uh, what I read. You know, it's a little strenuous. You can't just like run up there. So I don't know if I need like a lighthouse harness or something if I'm going to be able to get up there. But we'll, we'll try. You be hoisted to the top of the lighthouse? <laughs> kind of like uh, what the Coast Guard... On the outside? What the Coast Guard does with vessels in distress and they may need a helicopter and Right, a, they can a, lower a you. There's no yeah. reason to climb the stairs exactly. when they can uh, They're just, gonna just lower me in there. drop you onto it with a chopper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's a fun place to go beautiful place to spend some time great golf course there too by the way highland links uh i think that's also owned by the seashore but a private company runs it that is a that's like the poor man's pebble beach if you want to play golf and have fun and see the ocean and maybe whales while you lose your golf balls everywhere <laughs> that's the place to go it's like it's like old style right like, like oh yeah like, like, golf. like scottish yeah uh, oh yeah there's some rough yeah, territory yeah, yeah and things can go right sometimes you think it's a short course, I'm going to do okay, and then things can go so, so wrong. And the ball disappears into this scrubland, and you're like, okay. That's the way it goes, but they have some good Snickers in the clubhouse. So that's a fun area of Truro. You know, talk about fun. I'm going to ask you, Mung, about this. I think per capita on Cape Cod, we may have more Grateful Dead slash Jerry Garcia slash fish fans than most areas of the country. Is that possible? Yeah, man. The hippies come to Cape Cod. Mm-hmm. Dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jerry was so awesome. What happened to Jerry? <laughs> Why do you have to go away? Yeah, man. I miss Jerry. Rock Greg, up. you miss Jerry? Rock on, dude. Uh, yeah. I spent like four years like going around with him, you know? <laughs> for a while, like I was like polishing the kickstand on his bike that he never rode. <laughs> But he was awesome. (laughs) 
So there's a great uh, Jerry Garcia tribute band coming to Cape Cod this weekend. That's going to be this Saturday, 7.30 p.m., Saturday, April 27th, at the Tilden Arts Center, Cape Cod Community College. A very nice venue. Nice big area. And we're talking, of course, about the Garcia Project. Ooh. It's the Garcia Project. So this is uh, a band that I think is... It's just dedicated to the whole Jerry Garcia thing. You think so? Nice. Uh, maybe his solo music, which was apart from The Grateful Dead. Huh. Uh, huh. There was a lot of stuff he did with David Grisman. And mm-hmm. uh, so this band seems to be uh, all about Jerry Garcia. And I'm going to guess there'll be a big crowd at this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This will be packed. Everyone oh, loves course. the man, the myth, the legend, Jerry Garcia. Why was he so great? Why, why did everyone love Jerry so much? Hmm. Jolly. Affable. Affable. Uh, he had a great look. He was Had a, a good great, look. He was a great guitarist. Mm-hmm. With a half a finger in there somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah he had like a finger missing or part of a finger. Part of right? a finger was gone. That didn't stop him. Oh, no. His fingers were like all over that guitar. Very musical person. And he was the pioneer of like noodling. The pioneer of noodling and jam bands, man. That's true. He was the mm-hmm. patron saint of all of that. Previous to that, did, did they have like 20-minute songs? No, you get like a two-minute song. Oh, yeah, you get really? like a tiny guitar solo. Right. Really fast. And then yeah. you're going home quick with mm-hmm. another verse and you're done. Yeah, yeah. But with like the Grateful Dead, I mean, it could be half an hour. I'm still listening to a version of Dark Star that's been going on for two and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> so this sounds like a really good outing. Tickets are uh, 20 and $30, $10 for students. That's pretty cheap to go see what looks to be a very professional organization, the Garcia Project playing tribute to Grateful Dead band leader, the late great Jerry Garcia. Awesome. R.I.P. No, uh, we're going to miss him. For many years. All right, Pete. You know, maybe we can light a fire, light a pyre. Come on, baby, Jim Morrison would say. Light my fire. Now, this is a subject that I don't know much about, and there was a lot of talk in the office about this. It's fire pits. Fire pits. This is all the rage. Yeah. Many people have them of all sorts of different levels of fanciness. They're built in sometimes to outdoor architecture near a pool. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're just something someone sticks on their lawn. My it's neighbor, like, my like neighbor, a big hibachi or something. My neighbor has his, uh, 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 you know, a cement blocks. That's oh. his. That's his fire pit. That sounds like an incinerator. <laughs> I yeah, he dumps a lot of his trash in there. But it it it's very festive. Saves at your night, money though. at the landfill though. You know, yeah. you burn up like that styrofoam. I tell you, that burns. Yeah, you dump all your cardboard in there and you sit around. You can your, build your own hole in the ozone right above you. Lawn chairs. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ding. It's pretty good. Drink beer. Drinking beer around a fire pit does sound really good. So it sounds like if you're really into your fire pit, this is for you. Fire pit plantings. Your fire pit or outdoor fireplace has built-in coziness. We want to show you how to create privacy and tranquility around it. Learn about plants prized for their fragrance and flowers that glow in the moonlight so that you can create your own garden for the senses. Discover how to make your fire pit an evening gathering wonderfulness thing. Uh, So C.L. Fornari is having a $5 class at Hyannis Country Garden, and that is coming up at some point, 428 Sunday, 1 to 2.30. That's off of West Main Street, 380 West Main Street, and you can find out how to trick out your fire pit. Mm-hmm. I guess I want to get back to it. What? Where do you go? How do you start with a fire pit? 
Who has one? What do you do with one? Mm. Do you, are there regulations about fire pits? Oh, good questions. I've always wanted a fire pit myself. Usually my fire experiences are like, you know, bonfires at like Sandy Neck, but to have one contained at a house sounds pretty cool. I just went and did a little search. You can get some between, you know, like 75 bucks, 100 bucks uh, for like a, a small one. Maybe that's a good way to get started. It uh, doesn't look like uh, the uh, permit is needed uh, for most Cape Towns, but you definitely want to check with your town first. But I was just looking up uh, Yarmouth. They do have some regulations over in Yarmouth, like it can't be a nuisance to neighbors. It's got to be pretty small. Um, Where's actually, the fun in that? <laughs> you know, be respectful with your fire pit. You know, you check their website for what? more rules. They actually... Hey, uh, Big Brother, stop your fire pit buzzkill talk. <laughs> they actually respectful? recommend... Respectful? Uh, what does that Respectful. Mean? Oh, thank you, fire. <laughs> you, you don't want to have... Thank like, you, a, oxygen a, a molecules. Huge, <laughs> a huge amount of, like, billowing smoke, you know, going into your neighbor's yard. That is actually very annoying. I mean, yeah. when I'm in my house and I can smell the fire from the fire pit and the cinder blocks... You know. Well, can you dry animal pelts over your fire pit? Uh, you can't. In fact, that's um, allowed. Actually, we're we're hearing the most important thing that you need to do with your fire pit is use it for cooking, because there are rules that uh, you can't just kind of sit idle by the fire and just ambiance is not important. Uh, Aesthetics are not important. From, from what we're researching here, they they say cooking only, which means you can grab a stick, uh, put a hot dog on, have about some s'mores action. Just have. That's a little... how we captured you, Monk. <laughs> Lured him in. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> dogs on a stick. Come on, Mung. Come, come, come. Hot dogs. The tiger trap. (laughs) So have some food handy. Well, I I, I don't know. know, And actually, I've done some research because I love beach fires, but I hate being the beach fire organizer. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of work. I mean, it's like... Lugging wood down. Bringing wood. Usually, I use a sled or something like that, and you bring the wood down and like... A shovel. Now, you got to dig a hole. You got to have uh, enough wood. You got to have newspaper and maybe oh, some so accelerant. So, you have to bring your own firewood. You don't like go out there and scrounge It's for, possible you could pull a Robinson Crusoe, but you cannot BYO, depend on that. BYOF. Bring yeah. your own firewood. So, you're, you're finding it, bringing it down there, and then it's up to you to start it while everyone's looking at you. And that's nerve-wracking. If you screw it up. Like, it might be windy. And so Eric, like, Eric, come on. You, we like, want hey, the fire. I to... thought you were a Boy Scout, they'll yeah, say. Yeah, really? Hey, <laughs> come on, we don't have all night, they'll say. Hey, I'll start the fire for you, they'll say. I got pushed aside a couple times, and it made me feel really small. Did you bring wet wood again? I was in a band called Wet Wood. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's hard sometimes in the in the wind, and, you know, it's like... Oh, yeah. And so there's a lot of pressure to be the fire starter. Because that's Ooh, being like a wow. sort of top dog person. I'll, I'll start that fire for you. The fire starter. It's like being the person that can unloosen the jar top. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me give you that. I'll open that for you. I'll open that peanut butter. And then you say something like, you must have loosened it up for me. <laughs> no. I mean, if you're the fire starter, you have to come down with like capes and all sorts of paraphernalia. So, so the, 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 the thing I was looking for, and it's kind of fire pity, is that I was wondering if there was a, a gas sort of campfire. Hmm. Like a propane one. And they do have them, and they look like fire pits. Mm-hmm. So you got the fire pit area, and that's where the flame's going to be. There's a like a hose that leads to one of those big propane things, Tanks. like the, the big ones, like the 25-pounders. Tanks, yeah. With the handles on them. And, and yeah. a lot of them have like covers for the tank that turn into a table, so it doesn't look like, you know, oh my God, we're going to all blow up on the beach. <laughs> that's just the hors d'oeuvre table. It's not a giant... <laughs> LNG tanker about to go nuts on us. But I love the idea of just bringing that to the beach, like mm, putting yeah, it down, turning yeah. it on. Hey, we got a fire. Yeah, that seems easy. There's it seems, no trouble. It seems like a cheat, though, doesn't it? Uh, of, you, know, you know, 
are you would would you still be the fire starter if you came in the propane tank? Yeah, you'd be like, here's the fire. <laughs> and the other thing that about a beach fire that sometimes bothers me, sometimes people burn some sketchy wood, sometimes construction stuff, yeah. pressure treated, and then everyone's like, let's make some mores. Uh, it's like, here's the toxic smoke that I'm putting uh, into my marshmallow. Yeah. So I don't know. So there's a lot of fire pit stuff we should look into, fellas, mm-hmm. as we uh, move along. And I'm sure the folks at Country Garden will be able to answer all of your uh, you know, fire pit questions as they teach you how to make your fire pit the envy of the neighborhood. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. This Sunday. Now, Mung, I understand you've been road tripping around Cape Cod. It's always exciting to see you rev up the road and uh, you're wearing your travel clothing and you're out there with your sporty shoes and you're moving around. Where'd you go? I, I need those shoes because I have a Fred Flintstone car. <laughs> so it's like has no bottom. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like running and kind of holding it. So uh, it did take me a while to get up to Provincetown. That's a couple days, yeah, right? Yeah, a couple days up to Provincetown. That's a long trip. But I absolutely loved it because I haven't been to Provincetown in, since like December. So it's been like months to see the lobster tree all lit up, the lobster buoy tree. That's long gone. That's long gone. So I was like, what is Provincetown like in like late April? And I would best describe it as just waking up for its long winter's nap and getting into the spring mode. But huh. there is a key reason to do what you did and get to Provincetown because an oh, the- era is, is ending another one begins yes. and it's important to know this this weekend you have to go to Provincetown because it's the last one of the year where you can get free parking free, in town free, oh mo oh and everybody knows that getting parking in Provincetown is one of the great ka-ching, ka-ching, <laughs> great stressors hassle. in life brutal um it's just awful it's so now you can park anywhere for free this is the last up weekend until of free parking. up until may 1st and people are like is anything happening in Provincetown like right now yes indeed oh uh, yeah granted there are some a lot of stuff that are still closed, but some mainstays of Commercial Street, like the the Portuguese Bakery, mm. Shop Therapy, and oh, one of my favorites, Spiritus Pizza, is oh. open. Yep. And this is huge news because they have the most delicious slices of pizza. Mm. So I, true. I went in there and got a big slice of pepperoni and a dollar fifty fountain coke. So it was five dollars total. Could you beat that no. deal for lunch? That's well, great. you have to go back and get another slice, so you get to factor that in. Well, that's what I thought, but the slice was so hearty. And the pepperoni was thick, not like this, yeah. like thin. Right. Uh, My daughter loves that pepperoni. Thin pepperoni that right. looks li- looks problematic. No, this is like good, hearty pepperoni that you probably have to specially order or something. And it was an, one slice was enough to feed Mung. For, I can believe for that, hours. especially with the pepperoni. Wow. Mm-hmm. Plain. Sometimes you got to go two slices. But uh, when those come out of the oven, oh, man. when they heat up the slices and they come out, they're like standing straight out mm-hmm. and crispy. Crispy. I mean, not droopy, not oily, crispy delights. It is one of the Mm. great joys of spending time in Provincetown to walk in there, sit down, look at the art on the walls, and have that pizza. You can go out back and play bocce if you want to. They have a bocce court. Bocce ball. So that is delightful. The other thing that seemed interesting to me, did you say that the Portuguese bakery was open? It is. I regret I wasn't able to stop in there, but I could smell the delicious uh, smell of the food wafting out of the building. So Malasada. You, you've been there. What do Malasada, they have there? Malasada. Malasada. Oh. Portuguese fried dough. Oh, man. Mm. And that is one of the, the fine treats of the world. I mean, you feel a little guilty about that, but it's so good. I remember when I was a kid and I had my first fried dough. I was probably 12 years old. It hadn't come across my sort of attention span world. And it was the most delicious thing I ever had. And I just mm. thought, this is what I want to eat every day for the rest of my life. Because <laughs> nothing's better. A little powdered sugar, cinnamon on it. It, oh is, my. it is great. 
But the Portuguese Bakery in Provincetown also has awesome breakfast sandwiches. Their bread is excellent. If you like sweet bread, they've got awesome sweet bread. I'm not a huge sweet bread fan, but their regular bread makes the best toast, I think, in the history of the world. Mm. That's Mm. their regular loaf. They used to distribute them to local groceries, and that's how I came upon it in Wellfleet. And now you can only buy it at that one location. (laughs) So when I go up there, I stock up. I'll buy three loaves of that bread because it makes the crispiest, lightest toast that welcomes the butter. Oh, and it takes you like a magic carpet to a land of crispy, buttery happiness. (laughs) Mm. So good. Oh, Mung, what else are you doing, P-Town? You crazy? Um, I visited some of my favorite dessert places, which are open, including the Purple Feather and the Nut House. Both of these have amazing desserts. Purple Feather, known for its gelato. Oh, I love gelato. Uh, All sorts of candies. The Nut House has all sorts of chocolate-dipped things, chocolate-dipped Oreos, uh, Rice Krispie treats. They got homemade ice cream there. Um, I love it because you can just walk them down Commercial Street, enjoy your dessert. I would say there was a moderate to low amount of people. You know, Provincetown can get kind of, kind of crazy in late July and August, which is the fun part of it. But if you kind of want to, you know, breathe a little bit, now is a good time to go. Make sure that you have, uh, you, you can get that spot on the bench kind of thing and just soak in the town. Mm. Or you could sit in that big blue chair. That's quite a chair they have mm-hmm. in front of Town Hall. It's giant, a giant chair, Greg. <laughs> When's the last time you were up in P Town? Uh, quite a while ago. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's sad. Man. I love I love P Town. It's a wonderful place. It's great, and this is the time of year to go. Summer is kind of. Eh, Did you go know. to shop therapy? Um, I did not, but that's next on my list. That's next the, time uh, I'm up there. Head shop and more kind of crazy store. Mm-hmm. Of course, they got, all sorts they got of patchouli. They got all sorts of weird clothes too. You can get mm-hmm. all sorts of bizarre stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, they got like oils. You can get like nasal snuff, like tobacco snuff. Where you really? Can, you go, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was wonderful. Yeah. And then you start sneezing uncontrollably. Yes, it's yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Mucusy, uh, drippy, it's crazy. Get I some snuff. I don't get that. All right, so uh, Mung goes to P-Town. Remember, it's the last weekend of free parking, which is such an enjoyable thing. You know, we're takers. Mostly we're takers in life. We're always taking resources. We're always uh, eating a lot of food. We're uh, walking down the sidewalk and barreling into people saying, get out of my way, Mm -hmm. like the bishop in the Monty Python sketch. (laughs) Get out of my way. It's the bishop. That's the way we are. Like, we don't wait for uh, the crosswalk to turn the right way. We just go across the street. We're takers, the three of us. Mm -hmm. Now it's time for us to give back. What? Now I'm saying oh, we're going to we, give back. Do we have to? Well, we've already been invited to a walkathon that Mung refuses to go to. <laughs> uh, we were invited to a walkathon off Cape uh, in Southboro, Massachusetts. It's uh, to benefit autism awareness, and Mung said, "No, I won't help anybody." I, they I, offered to push Mung in a wheelchair. That, That's what the guy said. That is true. <laughs> this is a true thing, and Mung has said no to charity, no oh, to helping, goodness, no to the awareness walk. Oh, Mung loves all children, and he, and he will <laughs> gladly donate to the cause some Mung shillings. Why don't you just drive right up there and do your walkathon? He invited you expressly because the W word kind of submarines the whole thing. The walk, yeah, the walk part of walkathon. Mung and walking. It no, 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 you got it wrong. It's a W O K athon. It's a Chinese cooking thing. It's oh, a walk-a-thon. walkathon. Oh well, I have some amazing stir fried <laughs> stir fried stir fried recipes. Oh, you misunderstood it. No, that's awful. Uh, no, uh, yeah. this is a, a local thing we can all help out with. We'll all see you guys there wearing your Cape Cod Fun Show t-shirts. Good. Help is needed for the Harwich Tour to Trash on Saturday, April 27th. It takes place from 9.30 to 11.30 a.m. Saturday with lunch to follow. 
which is really nice. Volunteers will spread out for the 5th annual Harwich Tour de Trash, a town cleanup aimed at clearing litter off roadsides. The effort is organized by the Town Conservation Department and the good folks at the Harwich Conservation Trust with assistance from AmeriCorps, Cape Cod, good folks, and police, fire, and highway departments last year. Volunteers removed over, guess how many pounds of trash? 250 pounds. 250 pounds, says Greg. How many pounds of trash were removed? Mung? Um, I'm going to say... 425. 425. It's 1,200 pounds of trash. What? That's a lot of trash. 500 pounds of recyclables. Whoa, that's a lot of stuff. Participants are asked to dress for walking in weather, which I think is pretty good chance of some showers to bring a water bottle. Heavy rain will cancel. So if you need more information, go to harwichconservationtrust.org and look under walks and events. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. That yeah, sounds like getting a good way to spend a Saturday. Helping mm-hmm. to beautify Cape Cod just in time for uh, Earth Day week, which was on Monday. So this would be the weekend after that. Oh, I missed Earth Day, man. Uh, if you missed Earth Day, oh, you, you, you could you go help a, out in Harwich. You missed it again. Oh, man, like I was, I was doing 420, right? You know? <laughs> and like things just got like kind of funny with the calendar, you know? And I forgot, like, oh, it's Earth Day two, now? Two days later. Oh, man. Trash. Not again. Well, I'll pick up some trash, man. You forgot about the Earth. Come on, Earth first. I thought it was Herb Day, man. <laughs> You're a friend of the Earth. Jeez, that's too bad. Yeah, I planted some rosemary. I can say that. Wow. That's pretty exciting, don't you think? Wow. Mm. <laughs> rosemary. That's my desert island herb. Come on. Really, please. Rosemary and thyme. Did you do thyme as well? Yeah, and I planted uh, a Simon and Garfunkel right next to him. Are you <laughs> Are you coming to going? Going to Scarborough Fair. I don't like dill. I don't know why people want pickles as their... Pickles uh, are good, but dill is a little funny. Dill is a powerful <laughs> thing, and it like just a little bit of dill means everything's dill. You know, it's like dilly, dilly, dilly. I'm not so sure I really like dill. Now, rosemary, that's the spice I'd take to a desert island. That's the mm-hmm. herb for me. So it's the spice of life. It's good. I was talking to someone at Agway. Agway. And he's like, have you ever heard of rosemary tea? I said, no, does she live in Orleans? Come on Jeez Gave me a look of such pure hatred On that (laughs) Such disgust (laughs) Rosemary tea Alright forget it Forget the tour of the trash Let's, let's, Let's talk about beauty And here we go Heritage Museums and Gardens Opens for its 50th anniversary season Amazing This Saturday Comments I love the rhododendrons Sorry when they're in bloom, it is it is spectacular. I was there last year for rhododendron time, which was I think mid to later May. Was mid- it was it spectacular? Oh my god! It's like bushes are on fire with pink fire and god, and orange pink, fire, they have red, white, they have white. They it's just, wild. It's just yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, it is truly beautiful. Strolling the grounds there is a very sophisticated, delightful pleasure. Mm-hmm. Monk, don't you bring your parasol? I, I'm a twirler. <laughs> bring, a, bring a parasol, start twirling. One of my favorite things I, I witnessed once uh, years ago at Heritage Museum and Gardens was an epic uh, croquet match. 
I, I think I might have been there with you. You might have been there. It was so great. Everyone was dressed in their pure whites with these huge mallets reminiscent of Alice in Wonderland and the oh, Queen's wow. Game. Oh, and they were great. knocking these balls all over yeah. the place. They would have wasted me. But they had this huge open green. they're serious about it. Like, yeah, it's so, not like fooling around. They're like, they're like smack, 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 <laughs> they're, they're, smacking other people's balls like way off yeah, the Yeah, someone sent like someone that. to Mashpee. That's right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it just yeah. kept going. Yeah. Like it's rolling down Route 6. Oh. And it, it, no, that is a lawn place. games are top notch. Any business or place to go that embraces lawn games, they've got that cool water. It's a hundred mung points. They've got uh, <laughs> the cars, which are always exceptional. Yeah, mm-hmm. We love the cars. Cars are wonderful. Too. So, what else do we love about Heritage? The merry-go-round. Oh yeah! Come on, oh, yeah. that's actually that's actually the best part, mm-hmm. right? I've the ridden that part. a thousand times. It is the best. It's yeah. I love the old time carousels. That one is particularly lovely. And it's just a, a good throwback, a good joy. So they open up for the season on Saturday. All sorts of things going on. HeritageMuseumsAndGardens.org. They, of course, are down in Sandwich near the spring. The very interesting well in Sandwich, which we'll have to get into at some point. That water. Mm. Strange. What's that all about, Mung? Um, Delicious, delicious fresh water right from the Cape Cod Aquifer. Downtown sandwich. Um, people come from all over with their bottles and gallons and just scoop up that water and drink it. Does it? Does it? Does it have like a, a, a you know? Is it like a fountain of youth? It may be. It, it's that good. Mm-hmm. I was just in Saratoga, New York. They're kind of known for that. Aren't They're they? known for mineral water, but yeah. really, it's like fart water. Oh dear. I mean, it is foul-smelling stuff, and it's coming out of these fancy sort of like pagodas and gazebos. And we brought some cups, and you drink it, and one's worse than the next. What? It's just this sulfury-tasting, rusty... I was going to say, rusty, it's like drinking sulfur. Supposedly, it's good for your insides. Like a spring tonic. Hmm. I guess, yeah. And they so say if you leave it in a glass cleans. for a while, like it's sort of some of the badness just bu- just disappears. That sounds vile. Hmm. But I mean, like you would take a drink and be like, <laughs> "Why am I doing this?" This is like hippo gas water. That's what I'm drinking. It's so bad. My kids spit it out. We're like, "What is this?" Something's wrong with the water. But I think it's always been like that. But the water in sandwich right in front of town hall is maybe the most delicious water on Cape Cod. So delicious, and it's free. Yeah, people drive in. They fill up jugs and jugs. They come from off Cape. Wow. So you can do that while you go to. Heritage Gardens and Museums because we certainly love that place. Hey, spring walk time, fellas. Woohoo! We got a couple for you. I have one, then we go to Greg, who's got a glorious and beautiful one. I figure this might be a good weekend to go see the Herring Run in Brewster. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is a lovely spot right there along some kind of road, which I forget. Stony Brook, Stony Brook road. road. Thank you, guys. Yeah. There's a nice mill there. Uh, sort of gentle little trails, but the big attraction is the Gulpathon. Gull versus herring. Mm-hmm. Some herring win. Mm-hmm. They get to go up to the pond and spawn. But sometimes mm-hmm. they're torn from their watery place by a hungry gull and swallowed whole. One swallow. <laughs> and they're gone. It's like mung at a buffet. <laughs> Corn on the cob, it doesn't even husk it. Good. So, uh, right near there is the mysterious and strange punk horn. Mm-hmm. The punk horn. The punk horn. The punk horn. A mysterious land. A large place. 835 acre area. 
It was taken by the town of Brewster in the 80s through eminent domain. And it has marked trails, but it also has... It's really easy to get lost. Roads, it's really easy to get lost. Strange turns. This oh, yeah. is the wildlands of Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, it this is. is like, you expect to find someone like making moonshine <laughs> back there and yeah. riding around in a Model T and maybe it's a ghost, maybe it's a person with an old uh, car. You just don't know. It's like untamed. But if you spin around uh, from the Herring Run, uh, you go to the end of Run Hill Road, which is right near the Herring Run. You can put it in your googly thing. And there's a parking lot there. You have access to ponds and trails and mystery and crazy. I don't think there's a spookier big place on Cape Cod, a weirder place, a more outlaw place than the Punkhorn. Yeah. I mean, it's a, sometimes uh, I've been Hawk, scared in there. Hawksnest State Forest in Harwich is, is close. Similar vibe, not, not quite as not big, quite I don't as think. Not quite as big and not, not quite, as, as quite as spooky. There's like here. there's like no one around. I mean, there are houses along, sometimes, a, along yeah. the periphery, you know, if you get that far out. But it's kind of, you know. You can go to the town of Brewster and get a couple maps. I was looking at them earlier. And I'll tell you, man, I've spent hours in there. And I've had great times. And not so great times. When I got lost, ended up in the woods off the trail. But I'm sure everyone else is smarter than me. So see the herring. And if you're feeling courageous, spin over to the end of Run Hill Road and jump into the punk horn. Mm -hmm. Can you do it, punk? Greg, you know, we need a walk that we can count on. You know, the punk horn sounds like something, I don't know, right? It's kind of epic. This one is very doable. It's short, and it has, in the late spring, a beautiful, beautiful surprise. Um, I'm talking about the... A kissing uh, booth? No. I'm talking about the Indian Lands Conservation Area. This is in South Dennis. Love if it. you park in the parking lot at the former... Dennis Town Hall. The Dennis Town Hall is not there anymore. They demolished it. Oh. Oh. And um, there are a couple of things I love about this walk. The fact that you have to kind of walk part of what used to be the uh, railroad track to get there. And also, a little bit later, you actually walk along Bass River, which is really, really gorgeous. And this is the big surprise. This time of year, and the reason why this place is so famous is... They have lady slippers growing along the trail. It is so gorgeous. They are unbelievable. They're very delicate. They're very pretty. Look, but don't touch. Don't touch them. Don't touch them. I want to touch them. Don't (laughs) touch. I want to touch them. Touch them. A pink paradise, you say. If you touch them, I will slap your head. Uh, (laughs) That's rough. Uh, They are a member of the orchid family. I believe it may be illegal or finable to uh, uproot or touch or bother them. So don't even talk to them. Anyway, this is located off uh, Old Main Street. 485 Main Street, South Dennis. 485 Main Street, South Dennis is the address. Highly, highly recommend it. It's a 1.3 mile loop trail, which is a pretty good walk right there not too bad though no dogs can go there and so you kind of walk next to a power line for a while then you're next to the bass river yep there's a marsh there and maybe some beautiful pink lady slippers for you to kick over and, and insult and and take 
take home. I will, sla- I will slap oh, your well, head. That's not the rule. But Don't touch the ladies. There's another interesting feature. Oh, yes. My favorite part of the Indian uh, Trail Conservation Land area here involves some local legend. Uh, we don't know if it's true or not, but if you go to the banks of the Bass River on the Dennis side and get some good binoculars, you may be able to look over the Bass River into the Yarmouth section and spot the elusive and mysterious Blue Rock. Ooh. Perhaps you've heard about the Blue Rock. Uh, in fact, the Blue Rock Golf Course over in Yarmouth. Um, you know, it has the same name. And what the Blue Rock is all about, it has some Viking legend attached Viking to legend. it. Woo! Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So apparently it's this we big rock. We will take rock. your livestock. Yeah. And, and it, kill you. <laughs> and it has holes, like mooring holes drilled wow. into it. And they, some claim some? that the the Vikings used this stone to moor their uh, vessels or fishing gear or whatever they would need to uh, succeed down there. I don't know. When were the Hostages? Vikings? Like, like, like late 700s? Hundreds, you know, early thousands. That's when they were floating around and, and conquering the world. Um, so they got everywhere. I mean, they were doing they everything. Everywhere. They were in Cape Cod. Maybe we just mm-hmm. don't know. Huh? No Exciting. one's ever proven this, but you can. You know, gaze at that uh, I blue rock. I can smell the Vikings. I mm-hmm. knew they were here. Ah, so I wonder if, uh, what's his name? Ragnar Lothbrook was around at any oh, point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had a souvenir stand at some point. Oh, good, yeah. old, good old yeah. Raggy. Yeah. All right, fellas. <laughs> we got to roll out of here. You've been listening to the Cape Cod Fun Show. Have an awesome week, Monk. Thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. Greg, a delight. Thank you for being here. As always. Till next time. Till uh, next week. Have fun. And see ya! I have come to your land to take everything back to Norway. Uh, but first I would like to play mini golf. <laughs> Which way? <laughs> to the golf course. They loved ice cream, you know. Vikings. Vikings. I like soft serve. Only soft serve! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>